0: Apple's iPad lineup is set for the 2022 holiday shopping season, and one thing is certain, there are a lot of models to choose from. We're talking about the state of the iPad in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman I'm here with Jason Cross.
1: Good morning.
0: And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. As we record this... Apple offers four iPad
2: models. There might there might be more by the time you hear it. I'm gonna say I think it's five. Technically.
1: Yeah, within if if you go within, there's six.
2: There's six, right. Technically, right, absolutely technically there's six.
1: The current lineup is the mini, the ninth gen, the tenth gen, the air, the eleven inch pro, and the thirteen.
0: I was going simply by name. iPad, iPad, mini, iPad Pro. iPad Air which somehow makes it worse. So there's four <laughs> lines and six devices. Yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of iPads to choose from. So so the big question is and we've had kind of had these discussions off the off the air. We've been asking, well, what's the deal with the iPad then? What's going on with this lineup? We know this stuff. Like
2: We research specs. We know when things are rumored and coming out. And and we're confused. Like if somebody says like, all right, I got 500 bucks. What should I buy? That's not an easy question anymore. And it's like Apple's just seemingly like making it unnecessarily confusing to choose. And listen, anyone you buy is the best one. There's no competitor to the iPad, none. But it's hard to choose amongst Apple's own products and and, and hard to really even recommend – which one to get. And it's it's very frustrating.
1: It's almost as if there's a price range from $400 to $1,400. And Apple feels like they have to have a separate product at every $200 mark. I really miss the old Steve Jobs matrix of like two by two matrix where it's like, you need four products. You need a small one and a big one in regular and pro. They can be different sizes. Like you can have Mini and regular for the regular iPads and an eleven and a thirteen for the pro, but like it's too many models if they were max, even we're not even talking about like different storage sizes, colors. I think there's four different folios and keyboards now that you have to consider,
2: and they all have kinda different names but also kind of similar names, yeah they <laughs> they're all a
1: combination of magic and Folio, and keep you like smart. smart.
0: <laughs>
1: they're running out of combinations of those words. And then there's two Apple Pencils. They just have the same name, but they're incompatible with each other. There's no, I don't know why they can't make a device work with both.
2: Well, I mean, I, I can kind of maybe understand that like the, the older ninth gen iPad has the home button. I don't think many people are buying a pencil for that. Yet Apple wants to offer it. But this new one that just came out, is $450. It's a good iPad, yet it still works with the first-gen pencil, which means you need a dongle and a cable, and it's it's absurd. What's even weirder is that, so if you're just talking about pencils, like, they're the same. The only thing that's different is the charging, is that one has a flat edge, and it's an indu- like magnetic induction charge, so you, you pop it on the side, and it charges, and the other one has that bizarre lightning port, which sticks into the end to charge. That's it the the pressure the sensitivity the way it works that's all the same
1: i think there's some difference in them i think the hover doesn't work on the first gen stuff and
2: the hover only works with the m2 ipad pro that specific feature is only for the apple pencil 2 and only also for that model i'm i'm okay with that i guess that's okay that, cuz that's a feature for the newest and the greatest ipads all right fine
1: there's a an accelerometer in the second gen pencil so you can do the like Tap the double tap it to change tools and stuff, and you can't do that with the first gen, I don't think. But there is no reason that I can think of why it should necessarily be true. Any iPad that works with the second gen pencil can't also work with the first gen.
0: Mike, you mentioned the newest iPad, which we actually posted a review of uh, just recently on our website. Uh, David, David wrote it. It's a, it's a funny review, so he, he gives it three stars, which is pretty low for an Apple product. Three is a recommendation, though. It's our minimum recommendation, just to let people know.
2: <laughs> in like a vacuum, it would probably get five stars, or maybe four, four and a half, something like that. But when you're looking at it in relation to the other iPad, so if you want a budget iPad, there's the 329 models. 450 isn't budget. If you want a higher-end iPad, the iPad Air is 600 dollars and has... You know, it looks exactly the same, but it's better. And we're talking about one hundred and fifty dollars plus. You can get it for like five twenty, maybe even lower in Black Friday. When now we're talking about so for fifty dollars difference, definitely get the Air. But on its own, it's a good iPad. It's a good screen. You know, it's 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 that liquid Retina display. It's good. It's 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 really good. You know, supports the Apple Pencil One. That's frustrating, but you know it's it still it still works well with that. Um, you know, with with that accessory, has its own keyboard, which is annoying, but it's a good keyboard. <laughs> it's like it's th- th- like everything has a but.
1: Three stars is the uh, tech reviewer equivalent of just going. Ah, it's fine.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> it's just it's fine. It's fine. You won't be you won't be mad. You bought it. It's fine. They could do better. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed.
2: So the screen is the, is still not laminated, which is – that's a that's an annoyance. The pencil we talked about is an this annoyance. This is all it the reasons
1: like- it's cheaper than the air because otherwise it would kind of be the air.
2: <laughs> right. But so here's – the question is like why not just don't make it? So if you have to cut all these corners and make all these sacrifices to get it to a certain price point – and I, I understand that. But what's the point of it? Like, who are you selling there's this a, to?
1: And there's a lot of wiggle room there. They, it could have been $50 cheaper, and then maybe they dropped the ninth gen, and people would be mad. At 399
2: that, like, it's a it's a different conversation. Yeah,
1: Right. And people would, I think, be mad that that essentially makes the price of entry into the iPad more expensive, mm-hmm. which is kind of happening with a lot of products. But it would still be a good deal. Like, you'd be like, yeah, it's more expensive than the entry-level iPad's ever been, but- it it's a big improvement.
2: I mean, but maybe all right, so maybe keep the ninth gen at two ninety nine.
1: No, they have too many iPads. That's the one that can go.
2: I mean, yeah, it can. I mean, I if, if I was in charge of calling the iPad product line, I would get rid of the tenth gen, which is ridiculous because it just came out. But you don't need it. I would lower the price of the iPad Air to five fifty, and I get rid of the eleven inch iPad Pro. That's how I would handle the iPad. So now you have the ninth gen iPad, which maybe in a year you're able to make the tenth gen iPad for you know three forty nine. The the mini I think is important. I don't know what the sales are of that, but I assume people want a smaller iPad. The iPad Air is great. You know five ninety nine is a little high. I would try to get that down to five forty nine. And I do not think you need an eleven inch iPad Pro. Make the Pro the big one. That's a twelve point nine inch only.
0: Yeah, that's a weird
2: model. Yeah, because you're talking about it's it's a tenth of an inch bigger than the iPad Air. Yeah, I mean, the display is better, better. You got ProMotion and stuff. But I, I don't even know why the iPad Pro exists at all. Like, I don't know who needs that kind of processing power. I certainly don't think you need to make a choice between the 11-inch iPad Pro and the iPad Air. It just seems like for $200, just get the Air. It's basically the same thing. With, it even has the same processor, kind of. Especially
1: since the 12.9-inch Pro has HDR. And now you're looking at a different screen. It's not just bigger. It's a different screen technology and stuff. It has those mini LEDs behind it and stuff.
2: Which the 11-inch doesn't have. That has has the same screen as the Air with ProMotion, basically.
1: And I really think they need less variance in compatibility of accessories. I mean, that would help. And certainly, you can't expect a folio that fits the mini to fit the regular size iPad and so on like there's no reason that the small pro and the regular regular iPad can't be <laughs> made to fit the same cases it's frustrating to think that if you buy like a, a $250 keyboard accessory there's a decent chance it's not going to work in the iPad that you buy in 2 years right
0: Apple used to do this thing on the Mac side where they would banish one model and they still sold it but you can you would have to Make an effort to find it. Most recently, it was the baseline twenty-one inch iMac. Sometimes they would even say, "Well, th- this is for sale for the education market." They could do that with that ninth gen iPad.
1: It has to be because otherwise, the entry level price of the iPad just went up way too much.
2: Right, right, way too much. Like if you you got to keep it under four hundred dollars, I think three ninety nine. That's you know all right. So I think the original model was four ninety nine, but it dropped to three ninety nine at some point. Over the first couple of years, and since then, Apple has always had an iPad that's under 400 bucks, and I think that's an important psychological barrier to not cross. You, you want to keep it there. So the Apple Watch, they got rid of that Series Three. I'm curious to see how that affects sales because now there isn't a 199
0: Apple Watch. Everything's 249 and up. Just to make things more complicated about the iPad lineup, there is a rumor. It might not be a uh one. No, I, I one of more solid it. R- rumors, I, it. But it. I know you're going. <laughs> Yeah, there's a rumor that Apple might introduce a 16-inch iPad Pro. Yeah, and also 14. We have two rumors. I don't know if it's
2: the same product or two different products, but yeah. I, t- I mean, alright, so here's a question for
0: you, Roman. What about Apple's iPad strategy leads you to not believe that rumor? Because <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that happened during the iPad or during the most recent announcement was that you know they announced these updates to the iPad Pro 11 and the 12 inch iPad Pro, and we all kind of went, what, what's what's up with these updates? There, you know, we thought there would be a little bit more, and so then these this rumor of the 14 and 16 iPad Pro came out. So now you can draw the conclusion that maybe they're running essentially gonna run the cycle with these two current ipads and eventually replace them
1: i think they just keep all this here i think they just i think i think they have adjectives they need to fill they're like they're like we have <laughs> we don't have a max we have the word max but we don't have a max let's we, we need max ipads so they're going to be like you know ipad max and pro max iPad and like, pro max
0: sh- maybe ipad studio max yeah. IPad ultra first. iPad iPad Yeah ultra. exactly iPad stu- ultra. We, have,
1: we have studio we have ultra we have max they have adjectives they need to fill
2: We 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 have an article that we update um whenever a new product comes out that just goes through all of the like surnames and Yeah it is really confusing <laughs> there is. are a
0: lot of them and they all mean different things to different devices So you guys think they would keep those two sizes as do. pro models and then offer the bigger <laughs> sizes as I don't necessarily max this, this, or well, ultra models.
1: My guess is there's not two bigger sizes. I think these are two separate rumors. I think they're they're feeling out whether it should be 14 or 16 or whatever and testing and, and trying to – I don't think that they're necessarily going to make two of them uh, unless there's a whole new product line. My guess is they go for 16. I mean, my guess is the 14 is not enough of a change over 12.9 – Going from 13 to 14 inches, it's not it's not the big leap. You know, I, I'm not dialed into the their display supply chain, so I don't know what they can and can't do at the prices they need to do it. But I, I know that it's going to be an expensive thing that not a lot of people buy. Either way, you can be you're, it's a much bigger differentiator to have that 16 inch tablet and really say like this is an art canvas.
2: I think the next iPad Pro, which I think will be a much bigger update, because for one, it's had the same design now for four years—like the exact same design for four years. Yeah, it's time, so it's like something's got to got to change there. So I think the next one uh, will have Dynamic Island, and it'll be a lot different than than what we're used to. And I think that would be cool. I think Dynamic Island on, on the iPad is it would would be would be super interesting. Oh yeah, I mean it's it the apps
1: function mostly the same way, so it, there's no reason that and and all the APIs are the same for things like you know all the they don't they don't have this their lock screen layouts not the same but there's no reason that like developers <laughs> aren't going to have access to the same live activities APIs and stuff like that right yeah there's no reason it couldn't come to the iPad i'd i'd like to see it come to the mac but i think there's more software work to be done there
0: well since we're talking about the mac there's also a rumor that the super sized ipad pro could run mac os
1: yeah didn't we talk about that a couple of weeks ago like i just don't see how that we works we did
0: we did well here's the thing apple does have an ipad running mac os of course it's, it's in yeah. their lab somewhere it's
1: it's called the it's called the ipad it's called the macbook air i mean <laughs> it right like the hard, that is that's that's iPad Air hardware. Just the screen's not a touchscreen, and it runs macOS. That's it. It's I mean,
2: right? Well, that's that's the big question. Like, if they were to create some kind of a hybrid OS, or or just turn iPad OS into a macOS like system, it's not just you know here's this and let's run it on the, like, there's a lot that needs to change. I mean, we can see it with stage manager, stage managers on both devices. It's vastly different on the iPad, but on the Mac. Like things are, it just doesn't work. And you know, like there's a bunch of windows PCs. like windows does it differently. They just kind of threw touch on windows and it's a different, it's a different level of interaction. Apple's not going to do that. They're not making a surface that, you know, well, you can just touch the screen. Like they've, they've, it's pretty clear they're not doing that. So if there is a version of Mac OS coming out for the iPad, it's not going to look at all like what we are familiar and
1: with. And then, then, what happens to all of your apps? Like the, it, it might as well be a new operating system from the standpoint of, well, all, do all my Mac apps work? Well, they probably function, but they don't work right. Like because we changed so much. So they need to be updated. So, like I, I think it's much more likely that if there's anything, it's one of those, it can run macOS when it's docked because then you've got a touchpad and a keyboard, you're golden. It's it's a it's MacBook at that point. But then you undock it and you've got nothing but the stylus. It, is your stylus a mouse? <laughs> and do you like, it, is that why there's hover now for the, <laughs> for the stylus so that you can- not tap? I don't know. It j- I just don't see yeah. how the software story works and, out for that.
2: And honestly, I, I don't really think Apple knows either. Like it's not an easy thing to figure out. And I think that's like they're still almost in like this developmental experimental phase with the iPad. Even though it's 12 years old, they still don't really quite know where it stands and what it's supposed to be. That – I, you know, remember that those computers uh, – um, Something about what was it, iPad as a computer or something like that. They, they had that little girl running around. Yeah, yeah. Right. They were effective commercials. But even now, and that was like five years ago, like it's still no closer to being a computer in the sense that, you know, the MacBook is – you can get real work done and do, you know, all these things on it. The iPad, it just it, – it stymies you. And I don't think throwing macOS on it fixes any of those problems. If anything, it creates more.
0: The iPad still considered an oversized iPhone by a lot of people. Yeah,
2: yeah, sure, and it is in a lot of ways. It is, you know, it the and it might have its own name, iPad OS, but it's very similar to iOS. In fact, iOS is superior because it has iPad OS often gets features a year later. Now,
1: yeah, and a lot of the stuff that they often highlight as a feature of iPad OS is in iOS they just that's just the time they highlight it. Like when they came with all the files app and all those other things you're like oh that really changes things then you realize it's all on on your iPhone too
2: <laughs> yeah there, there's two there's two main things in iPadOS 16 that you know that that they call them desktop class apps which is basically just like slightly nicer menus and a little bit more contextual stuff which is good it's good yeah the way and search, search manager, works which and a is, lot of stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's it's good and stage manager which is you know, a bit of a disaster and that's it. Everything else is iOS. <laughs> right.
1: All this so, stuff like yeah. slide over and all this other stuff. And I, it, they're in a weird place of, they don't want to make developers learn, ha, have an entirely different set of tools and design uh, targets and stuff to be on iPad. So they, they it either needs to be like the Mac or like the iPhone for developers uh, but at the same time, they want to change things and give it new capabilities, so it's not just a big iPhone. <laughs> it's, it's a tough position to be in.
0: Well, to kind of wrap up this discussion, so maybe we can give some, and we, we we've kind of already have, but give some practical buying advice to users. So don't get, don't get the small, don't get the small storage uh, configuration. Get. Get as much as you can afford. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So here's the thing. I usually, you know, when when I'm I'm trying to figure out these things, like which is the best to buy. Like if somebody says I have $600 to spend, what do I get? Like that's a hard question to ask. Like, So the iPad Air, sure. But that's 64 gigs. Maybe the 10th gen iPad with 256 gigs is better. I mean, that's a hard question. Like, it's like with the iPhone, it's easy. I have six hundred bucks. You know what? I would get the iPhone thirteen. Yeah, six. The the iPhone thirteen mini is six hundred dollars. If someone said to me, I have six hundred dollars and that's it, that's what I'm telling you to buy. Get the iPhone thirteen mini. It's a great phone. It's you know, you might might be a little bit too small, but it's that's the one. Like the with the iPhone is a little bit easier, I feel,
0: and the iPad is just all over the place. Maybe it, we don't have to talk about specific models, but you know, use cases. Like, you know, it's obvious what the pro is for. If if you're into content creation mm-hmm. or, you know, that you're, kind of You're, you know, if you're an artist st-
1: using complex brushes and Procreate and stuff like right.
0: that. Yeah. Or are you even doing video editing or you're doing podcast editing or audio editing? You know, people use GarageBand. Consider the pros. If you like Jason, you use it as a media consumption device mostly. Yeah. You're probably okay with just a regular iPad.
1: Yeah. I mean honestly, the my I the iPad I use most often is an iPad Air two generations old. And that's because it ninety percent So is the
2: one with the with the home button? The home button model or the first non home first button. Non-home button model? The
1: first non home button model. Okay, and it's, but that's because ninety percent of what I use it for is a D and D character sheet. Like, come, I don't have a lot of apps on there. The apps I have are small. It's, it's that. It's a teleprompter. It's not, you know. But that's. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's why a lot of people are out there buying iPads. I don't. I don't use tablets a lot. Uh, I'd rather use my laptop. So.
0: Yeah, but they are often used as media consumption devices. People watch streaming videos on them all the time and stuff. Yeah,
1: if you're going to buy one, if you're buying that iPad where you're like, I'm going to put it in one of those big, chunky, kid-friendly cases, and it's going to go in the backseat of the car with the kid to like keep them quiet while we drive for two hours all the time and stuff, that's your 9th gen iPad. Like, Don't spend any more than you have to.
0: <laughs> so then it gets a little more tricky if we're talking about somebody who's – doing more work uh more productivity type of functionality with their iPad. It gets a little more tricky because you might be okay with the 10th gen iPad, but then there's the iPad Air. Yeah, the
1: whole middle of the market's is confusing and muddy. It's like you said, it's like you said, Mike, it's like there's all these buts. There's like well, there's this but but it's the old pencil and you need dongles. But if you want the new pencil, well, then you get the cameras on the side <laughs> of here, but it uses this keyboard and, and folio or whatever, <laughs> smart keyboard folio thing. And this one uses this other, but that's not. But do you want external displays for it or not? Like, it, uh just-
2: Right, well, that's another thing. Like stage manager, which you know we wouldn't recommend using yet, but I would assume in the six months or maybe less, it'll be fixed to the point where we would recommend it. You can't get that on a new iPad. It's only for the iPad Air and and above. So there's that too. Like that's the next generation of multitasking on the iPad. The newest iPad doesn't run it.
1: The newest so- regular iPad, yes, but it does have it does have external displays support because it's the, uh, through the USB-C like for for the things the mirroring and stuff that you do now and it's better than what you get on the lightning regular ninth gen iPad with lightning cuz that thing is so bandwidth limited that like you have very very limited <laughs> options
0: yeah so if if you're more productive with your iPad not to the extent of a pro user but you use it quite a bit. You have a little bit more research you need to do to figure out yeah. which ones the a- right Apple one. Apple should for just you. hand
2: out a questionnaire when you walk into the store. Like here, here's like 30 questions. <laughs> Fill them out like a like a like a
0: BuzzFeed poll. <laughs> we'll
2: we'll 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 tell you which iPad you are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that does it for this episode of the MacWorld podcast. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld podcast in the podcast app, on Spotify, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.